Mike, how's it going? Hello. It's day 20-something, it feels like. <laughs> I, I've lost track. Going I need, well. I need the little, like, the the notches on the wall made with a knife, you know? Like, yeah, my favorite joke of that is from, I think, Top Secret, where they show Val Kilmer chalking off lines, like, one, two, three, four, five... And he's on 20 and somebody like opens a jail cell and starts talking to him. He's like, oh, thank God. I've been here for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which between my extroversion and my ADHD is pretty apropos for me at this point. Well, so. which brings us to the main topic of how are you coping with, well, how are we coping, but how are you coping with all this? You know, I've had to reassess a little bit in the last few days that I'm, I might not be coping as well as I originally thought I was. Um, go on, go on. <laughs> you know, there, there was a, uh, there's a, uh, uh, posting that's been going around social media and I was trying to quick find it, uh, to, to quote it completely accurately. But the idea is, you know, I'm sure you've probably seen it too. There's like a person posting like, you know, it, oh, here it is. Uh, it's like, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle started more knowledge. You never lack the time. You lack the discipline. Have you seen that one? I've seen the general consensus. I've seen yeah. a few people do that where they're like, Oh, all you people who say, if you uh, had time, you would write a book. Where's your book now? Right. Uh, and so I, I definitely think that, that that's how I started off approaching this. It's like I'm going to, you know, really knuckle down on playing a whole bunch of guitar. I'm going to play guitar every day. I'm going to, you know, embrace my side job and make a bunch of extra money. And, you know, I, I'm going to come out of this in the best shape of my life, which is admittedly not a super high bar, but, you know, still would be a good thing to do. You're not and doing deadlifts like Kibler every day and posting them on your social I'm, medias? I'm not deadlifting like Kibler, that is for sure. And, you know, I have done aspects of that. Like, I am doing more exercising than I was. I am playing guitar every day. Um, but it's just not quite, I don't know, getting me there. And then if people have seen the original thing that I just quoted, then somebody came along and it, that's gone even more viral. They cross through the you never lack time, you lack the discipline and replace it with you're doing just fine. We're going through a collective traumatic experience. Not everyone has the privilege of turning a pandemic into something fun or productive. So, uh, I mean, I think it's a good message and reminder for everyone that, like, you know, even if you are fairly privileged like I am, like it doesn't mean that you come out of this with a new side hustle and a book deal. Right. Yeah. I saw another tweet or general consensus is, you know, you're not working from home. 
you just happen to be working while a global pandemic is forcing you to stay home. Yes. That there's a difference. Same thing with, uh, you know, students and learning. A very similar thing has been making the rounds of like, we're not, you know, you're not doing learning at home. You're, you know, same exact same idea. I overall, because I'm just trying to keep blinders on and having a a toddler in the house 24 hours a day kind of helps with that because you sort of have to be in the moment with him. It's... A challenge. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I feel very fortunate that I can work from home, that I, because mm-hmm. I know other people have, have lost jobs. We know of people who have yep. been laid off or have been forced to do like more of an 80% or 50% or yep. been laid off completely. So I feel very fortunate. And that sort of helps me cope because I realize like well, this could be a lot worse than it is right now for me. I feel very lucky. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was looking at the calendar today, and I've left my house by car once since March 23rd. (laughs) And maybe the next time I'll do that is at the end of April, maybe, depending on what happens with my job and when they want us to come back into the hospital. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge. I've realized some of the stuff we've been trying to do with our friends of doing like the zoom happy hours and things like that. Mm -hmm. I realized over the weekend (laughs) I wasn't totally there for Mm -hmm. them because I, my attention span sitting at a computer by myself, even though I'm meeting with friends, it's like, Oh, I could, I could do this and glance through social media or have a game of Hearthstone in the background or (laughs) you are still on camera, you know, and we all are like, What are you doing? What's going on there? (laughs) So I've decided that when we do those group happy hours, instead of being down here on my computer and Emily is upstairs on her computer, we're just going to sit at the same computer because Mm -hmm. that'll, it'll eliminate that, my distraction. Sure. Um, So even stuff like that, where like the technology is there, but you kind of have to make it work for you. And I was trying to do too much at once thinking like, because that's just what I'm used to. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm at my computer. Um, So it's a challenge. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a, this this would almost be a good segment for the ruined childhood section, but (laughs) Hugo had a five alarm meltdown here over the past hour uh, that he's been doing all right overall, but like just things went sideways, trying to put him down for bed and get a bath and, that makes things stressful. Um, and it's not entirely clear when this all ends or how it ends or how life will be different. And overall, that is this more, at least for us here in the States, this for me is kind of national anger and frustration with how we got here in the first place and how things are happening now. Yep. So there's certainly a well of outrage to tap into, mm-hmm. which I don't know how productive that is. So I tend to just stay focused on what's in front of me, but it's hard. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had the, the same experience of, you know, I'm angry about our lack of preparation and, you know, sort of incompetent response to put it 
kindly and what that's meaning for like you know me sitting around on my couch for a month and a half if i don't lose my job and two months doesn't matter you know it's still me sitting on my couch it's not like i'm going to fight in the trenches or something like that's not that big of a deal for me personally if i don't you know lose my job it's it's you know I have to spend some time in social isolation, which is not my ideal way of being. But, you know, there are tons of people that are losing their jobs. There's, of course, tons of people that are dying. And it's it is extremely frustrating and anger provoking. And that has been one of the I mean, that's one of the reasons that I've said I had to kind of reassess how I'm doing is like, you know, there's kind of there's been that coupled with, you know, like we had our uh, show in Red Rocks that we were planning to go to and uh, a few episodes back which seems like ancient history I know Um, and I don't think the official word is out there but we have this connection that has given us the word that that's um, almost assuredly not happening Um, and you know at least not happening at the time frame right I mean a postponed again like kind of first word world problems right we're talking about like oh I don't get to drive to or fly to Colorado to see a a concert that I really wanted to see. Like it's, it's not exactly hiding in London with the lights turned out as you get bombed by Germans, but um, you know, it is this strange experience. And, you know, I frankly, I am bummed by that, that, you know, that's at least for now, not going to happen. And uh, you know, maybe haven't always been coping in the, in the most healthy of ways as I deal with some of that stuff. I should take a sip of wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've, I, again, I, I, I think the thing that I come back to first and foremost is I feel incredibly privileged right now. And I certainly acknowledge that. And, you know, there's just, there's all manner of stressful things. Like I was just thinking today, like when we've talked about it off and on, I just, in this type of environment situation, I miss my brother. I think he would have had <laughs> some choice comments. <laughs> uh, he also would have been around to help take care of my mom, who I'm worried about. Right. Every time I talk to her, it's like she just got back from the grocery store or the post <laughs> office. And I'm like, what What could you possibly have to go to the post office for? I talked to my sister. She's And they're out in New Jersey, which is certainly a hot spot for all this. Yep. And it was last week I called my sister up and she had like two people over her house. And just, it was weird how jarring that was for me because it hasn't been that long since we've all been doing the social isolation thing. And she answered the phone because we were FaceTiming and I saw like, and her voices. And at first I was like, oh, is the television up loud? She's like, oh, no, I have a couple people over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, what? Right. What are you doing? Like, what's happening? Well, and that that has definitely been something in the last week that's come up for me is the differences between people that I know and how they're handling this and what they're still doing. And you know, I, I complained to you already that I met with my business partner who is was very dis- disrespectful of social distancing. A bit of a close talker. <laughs> Basically set me back two weeks on, you know, quarantine, getting through, getting quarantined and feeling like I, I, you know, don't at least have it anymore. So thanks for that. Um, but just then talking to a number of people, I've, I've, you know, kind of heard 
different thoughts and plans about this that surprise me. Like in some ways it's, it's, it's like any of these other bubbles that we live in. Like most of our friends are kind of all on the same page. And then I, I have this assumption that everybody's doing it that way. And then it's a little surprising when you find out that, you know, they're not. Yeah. And I, I, maybe this goes in a different direction. It, it does. I think part of it's regional part of it is maybe, an education level thing or a professional white, white blue collar thing or where you get your news from or who do you trust? Yep. Um, like, yeah, I, again, friends out in New Jersey, but I called was video conference, like doing FaceTime with somebody just so they mm-hmm. could, uh, see Hugo a bit. And they're like all out in a the patio. There was like a group of like five people just all hanging out. And it was just like, what do you, what's happening? <laughs> right. It's like, oh, well, we know these people, they're family. I'm like, it doesn't matter. And they were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, why would you even ask the question? Right. And and they don't all live in the same house together. They haven't no. been quarantined together this whole time. They're, yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, and just even when you are doing what we're doing, like I, I needed to go to the grocery store today and I tried to keep it simple and just go to like my closest, you know, grocery store, which is super expensive and I regret the decision and there's there's people everywhere in there and there nobody is you know very I I felt like I was the only one like stopping because I was in the same aisle as people and giving them that six feet of space everybody else was just passing me by all over the place and going both ways down aisles and I don't know yeah even walking in in the in the burbs and walking on the sidewalks, if there's a runner or somebody else who's walking past us, like we'll get into the road to give mm-hmm. people space. And for the most part, other people are doing that too. The roads are quiet. There's not many people driving around. I I feel like the location we're in and perhaps the state even like just people have taken this seriously. And I read something in the, <laughs> Star Tribune that was talking about how compliant Minnesotans are, <laughs> that <laughs> Minnesota nice attitude maybe lends itself to just being told like, hey, stay at home and don't come out. And people are like, OK, right. sure. Mm. Time to make hot dish. That's <laughs> what my in-laws had tonight. <laughs> we were video conferencing with them while we all ate dinner, which didn't work incredibly well for Hugo, but. <laughs> he's three <laughs> right so well you start off by talking about coping and you said you're playing guitar are there other specific strategies that you found to be helpful um well i mean for me I, it's it's really just as much of you know more or less what we're doing right now as I possibly can. Cause it's, you know, it's not the same to do video conferencing with people, but, um, you know, it's a lot better than nothing. And again, with the extreme extroversion, that's kind of the thing that's hardest for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's been sort of that combined with trying to lean into the the four solitude. I, I am an only child. There once was a person that was pretty used to and pretty good at spending time by myself um, that I have definitely gotten away from as life has gone on. So, you know, trying to 
embrace some of those hobbies that I enjoyed when I was doing that. I, it's funny, like as as much time as I've spent playing video games in my life, like I'm having trouble even under these circumstances to like dive back into like, you know, playing that much of like console games and whatnot. My son has been bringing his Xbox back and forth. And so uh, I played some Halo for old time's sake the other night, which was fun, but I didn't like wake up the next day like, yeah, let's, let's dive right back into some more Halo campaign. What about you? Yeah, well, like I said, I'm trying to just take segments of a day at a time. And sometimes it gets me into trouble because I'll sort of plan things in my head about the stuff I have to do for work each day. And I don't know, it was like two nights ago, or maybe it was Friday. It's all blurred. Um, but I told my wife, like, oh, yeah, I'll make dinner. And then I had said, like, well, I have to, I have to call a patient later in the day because I'm doing everything now by telephone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs and do this. She's like, well, what about dinner? I was like, well, what about it? And then... I was like, I have to go work right now. But I didn't realize that I had told her earlier, like, yes, I'm going to make dinner. And it wasn't like I was trying to put that on her, but Mm -hmm. I didn't put two and two together because everything's very compartmentalized now. I'm just trying to get through an hour at a time. Right. Because if I start thinking too big, too globally of like, well, what are things going to be like in two weeks or two months or uh, it'll just weigh on me. So usually that works. And I was able to send my wife a text of like, oh, right, I'll be up to make dinner. Like, it's, you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but just trying to be mindful, just staying in the moment, which is hard at times, but that seems to be really helpful. I've been filling time with, I've been getting back to reading The Expanse a bit. Good, so good. Those, I think I read the first three books, but I, I was planning to pick up the fourth that you gave to me. Mm-hmm. It must be years ago. I still have it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while. Sitting on the bookshelf. I was yeah. like, oh, well, maybe I'll just do like a review of the Wikipedia summaries for the books, and then I'll be ready for book four. And I read two sentences of the Wikipedia entry for the first one. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have to reread them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm reading the second one now. I bought a game on Steam for my computer. I've been playing that, this game, Epic Tavern. Mm-hmm. which is it's an early access game which i think it's the first time i've bought an early access game i don't necessarily it means it's not finished but i get the sense that it's abandoned at this point in time i don't know if they're still <laughs> making updates it's been months since they've posted anything hmm. i've kind of tweeted some screenshots and tried to engage with the studio that makes it and the game itself on twitter I've sent them an email, just like a polite, like, hey, like, enjoying your game, had some questions. Invited them to do, like, a podcast on my other podcast since I've mm-hmm. talked to other game developers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I don't expect that they would have to say, oh, sure, we'll come on your podcast. But it have gotten no response mm-hmm. to anything, which with all the financial stuff going on and maybe, it, maybe they just don't have the ability to work on it right now. Uh, right. The game itself is interesting. There's a lot of interesting ideas. I feel like they can do more with it. But it's kind of hard to review because it's not a full game. Mm-hmm. But it's more or less you run a bar and you serve adventures, drinks, and food 
then you hire those adventurers, and then they go out on quests, which you sort of control. Well, but when they go out on quests, it's not like a Darkest Dungeon or something like that. They can get some status effects and some things where it goes wrong, but it's you're not playing them. It's it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, you're not controlling like each move in the fight, like Darkest Dungeon or something. No, like that. they give you a scenario, and you have a few different options you can pick, and based on the stats for each character, that affects how well they succeed. Yeah. So anytime you put together a party, there's not really only four traits. It's like combat, social, mind... <sighs> And survival. Mm-hmm. Um, and each quest presents like a few different types of those scenarios. You click on a few things, your party either succeeds or doesn't, then they come back to, and you start the whole process over again. So I've played it over the last week or two for probably 13 hours. In fact, Steam keeps track of how long you've played the game, which is, I guess, a, it could be a sad thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> It shows that I've played for over 10 hours, and I've enjoyed it, but I think I've sort of maxed out what the game has to offer right now. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a uh, wishy-washy recommendation at this point. Well, I think it'd be a higher recommendation, but it's it was 25 bucks, which, granted, it's early access and all that, but if, if they're not going to be adding more to it, I don't know if I would pay $25 for it again. Right. I think it's a really cool idea. I, mm-hmm. I, it scratches an itch that I have of kind of building something, leveling up, going on adventures, getting to know different heroes, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think there's a ton of depth to it. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm. Maybe there's something I'm missing that I'm not doing right, which is one of the questions I have for the team behind the game, because mm-hmm. there might be something I'm just not not doing. Sure. But it's been it's been fun. Uh, speaking of of Steam, one thing that I thought we should do for the benefit of our vast listening audience uh, <laughs> is, I feel like maybe we should uh, do a tabletop simulator review at some point. Okay. Are you, are you familiar with this? With tabletop simulator? No. So uh, I mean, I know about Roll Twenty. Right. So Roll20 is more specific to, um, you know, role-playing games in in particular. Sounds like Tabletop Simulator is more of an open set of tools for just sort of any tabletop game you want to simulate. Battleship? Um, I'm sure. Uh, you know, it can be as basic as, like, chess and things like that, but um, it sounds like with what they've given you, you can expand it to almost anything and it's because it's steam it sounds like there's a lot of user created content um okay to to emulate maybe even games that haven't officially it looks like you can buy a lot of official games um for it for like the basic tabletop simulator is like 10 bucks or something like that i think it's on sale right now um and then you can buy some of these more you know released by the game developer or you know by the people that made the game um but then I think there's, you know, user created stuff too. So anyway, it just seems like an interesting way to be able to play games like that while we are socially distant. So thought it would be a good one for us to review. And uh, we're also still, I, I, I think, hopefully going to do our review of the House Party app too. Since uh, yeah, you tried to get us to use that and it got shut down by my wife. 
<laughs> who then is like, let's play games. And I'm like, literally, the thing I wanted you to try has games right on it. We were playing Virtual High Low and Trivia. Yes. Uh, which Virtual High Low worked. I mean, it's not the most exciting. <laughs> it gets uh, the job done. It's pretty, uh, pretty skill based. Yeah, pretty skill based. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of uh, intensity intensity there um so yeah i i hope uh you know in the coming days we'll we'll bring some reviews of one or both of those things the other thing i've been doing which it started with people in our our neighborhood because we go around the same kind of two mile loop uh outside of our specific neighborhood down a few streets and people started to set out rocks that were painted with mm-hmm. inspirational messages like smile or faith or one had a heart painted on there live laugh love yes that's what your joke was that yeah so i got the idea i was like oh i should do this but what could i do that would be fun sort of unique what would be my unique spin on it mm-hmm. so immediately i thought of well movie quotes <laughs> yeah that were kind of inspirational or just noteworthy and then i sort of reined it in a little bit to just stick with more of the aspirational thing because I really just, and still might just want to put a rock out there that says I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to go with here comes Randall. He's a berserker. (laughs) But I think for, and Emily's like 1% of the people will get that. Like maybe I was like, you think that that few, I was like, it's gotta be more. But think how how excited that one percent will be when they see it. Well, that's my thought. If like the person who gets will see that, will just be so excited and just delighted. Um, so we turned it into a project where we collected some rocks, mostly from the hill in our backyard, um, painted them with our son, mm-hmm. and then after he went to to sleep, we wrote some things on them. So Emily's look way better. And are more like she drew a peace symbol and she wrote hope on one. Uh, she has one that looks like fireflies at night because she's way more artistic than I am. Mm-hmm. And I have words that look like they were drawn by a fourth grader. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably actually fourth graders who would do a much better job than me. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but the one I put out today it was the first one we put out. Uh, it says, you are great, which is you are great from willow which i was excited about and the other one i painted has the saying uh, change your stars from a knight's tale which i knew there was a reason why i didn't know what that was (laughs) (laughs) so again that's that's probably a limited audience but the person who sees it who gets it will Mm -hmm. be i think fired up but i have to decide where to put that one that one's still upstairs so are you like are we talking you're gonna put them like on a hiking trail at like the local park like where are these going? Well, the one just went kind of in not in the neighborhood but like outside the neighborhood in, in town, just on a sidewalk. But the other, I think I'd like to put the Knight's Tale one at a bigger park or something. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when am I gonna actually leave the house to do that? Right. So, and we have a few other rocks that we might my paint and I have to think of what sayings to put on there. Um, 
would probably stick with the I'm just imagining this rock going through a neighbor's window with 37. <laughs> 37. <laughs> In a row? <laughs> so I thought that was a fun idea. That was a nice little family activity, and my wife and I were kind of focused on painting nose last night. She had reality bites on in the background, which I, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, I, I've barely remember it even though yep. I'm a child of the 90s and feel like I should know that movie front to back but it, I just kind of missed that that cultural experience of what just reality bites I, th- I mean I think I've seen it but I just like don't you didn't live in Seattle in the 90s I'm not quite sure what that experience is I don't know there's some people who I don't know that movie's like part of their identity or it's like a shared experience Uh like i've talked about movie like other movies i've missed before like the big lebowski and what's which i've seen it's just i didn't see it at the height of its zeitgeist doesn't matter yeah (laughs) so creative things and it i like painting i like creating stuff i wish i was better at it uh i said this to somebody on on Twitter today because uh, to somebody I recently followed I follow a few people who, who paint miniatures for D&D because yep. the results are always so breathtaking to me how they paint such detail on these tiny little figures mm-hmm. um, I was just like yeah that's one of those skills I wish I had like playing guitar or drumming <laughs> I just wish I knew, knew how to right. do that uh, but it takes I'm a lot of work I'm working on playing and guitar practice. and drumming personally well, I know, but you actually know how to do those things. <laughs> I, I do do a slight degree. Yeah, no, there's a, a person that I have. Uh, I have followed her because she's a magic person, but she's gotten into Warhammer and uh, has been posting her Warhammer minis and also like terrains and stuff that she is creating for them. It's uh, it's impressive. It's I don't have the hand to to do that kind of detail level painting. Now, if you go online and see the pictures of my rocks, you'll see that I do not have <laughs> a steady hand uh, for for painting. Um, yeah, I was wondering, uh, a question I threw out there today to folks, and I wonder, based on our conversation, what you come up with. I mean, let's say whether it's three weeks or three months, like things go back to some level of normal, whatever that mm-hmm. means. Do you think there's anything from this experience you'll changes you've made that you'll carry forward? Like something that works better now than it did four weeks ago? Um, I mean, I think the things that come to mind for me, I mean, just for me personally, personally is that I, I do really hope that the, um, guitar playing is the beginning of like, you know, sticking with that more consistently than I have for years and years and years. Um, we can, we can talk about turd Ferguson another time and whether or not that, that actually happens. But, uh, is this your one man, you know, uh, no turd Ferguson is is supposed to be a, a, a multi-person project. Uh, you know, I've had, I've wanted to do something for years and years, like the world's most obscure cover band, like, every song you're playing as a cover, but 90% of your audience has no idea. 
And it sounds like it's going to put asses in the seats. <laughs> well, if they're good songs, people, do, you know, they don't know where the songs came from well, unless be, you tell them. What would be two examples of songs? Uh, well, I'm not even going to get into that because it doesn't. It, it doesn't. I, I was just thinking of when uh, Metallica cut their first record. They had to tell their producer that they couldn't do most of the songs that he thought they were going to do because they were all, again, they were obscure metal covers that they didn't realize were covers when they signed them. So, but I've abandoned that. I, I've narrowed in on wanting to do an alt country cover band. Which will still be obscure, maybe not quite as obscure as I originally thought, and then have well, my original name was Donkey Sauce, you know. <laughs> Just trying to class it up. <laughs> well, because uh, it seemed <laughs> it felt very like country down to earth uh, for people that don't know what Donkey Sauce is. It's the uh, Guy Fieri. Uh, Signature sauce. <laughs> uh, and then I've moved aiming for the heartland. Yeah, and then I've moved on to Turd Ferguson, which is the Saturday Night Live joke where Burt Reynolds crashes the show again. It's not really Burt Reynolds; it's uh, Norm Macdonald being Burt Reynolds and on Jeopardy. On Jeopardy, yeah, uh, with the giant hat on, saying that his name is Turd Ferguson. It's a real project that I would like to see ha- happen that I don't really have the requisite talent for at this point. And so I'm hoping to come out of this with being a little bit closer to that goal. I have one very talented friend and musician who we've talked about before who's on board, but I'd, I'd rather not waste his time. And to do it well, it requires a couple of other talented people that can play things like fiddle and or steel <laughs> guitar that I, I can't even begin to start learning. And so uh, I hate to, like, put that little sheet of paper out with the little tear-off things and then have them show up and maybe like – If you send like, out a call for a fiddle player on Twitter, I will retweet you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Uh, I don't know if Twitter is the best way to, to, to find these things, but – so anyway, getting, circling back to your question, there's, there's, I hope the guitar thing is happening or is a, is a sticking uh, habit. Um, and then I think the other thing too is this whole, you know, vi- virtual happy hour thing. Not because I want to do that so much with my local friends, but you know, there's a lot of people connecting, you know, myself to some degree. But I, I'm hearing it a lot with other people that like they're doing this with like old high school friends that they haven't talked to in years and a lot of things like that. And even just for me, like my parents, like we've known we have this ability to do this for years and years, but do we ever get around to actually doing it under normal circumstances? No, like we'll talk on the phone here and there. So I I hope that that's kind of a, a, a thing that comes out of this is like using this technology now that people are more used to it because they are forced to be to like stay in better touch with people far away. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a worthwhile idea. Like even our, my in-laws, I was saying earlier, like we had dinner with them tonight, but they weren't at our house. Like we just set up my wife's laptop, it was on the table and they were eating, we were eating. It was a little cumbersome, but it wasn't a terrible idea. And it's something that, especially for people who are out of state, whether it's a happy hour or dinner, or I know there's, you've been 
like watching movies with people yep. with either Netflix watch party or whatever. I still haven't got to do Netflix watch party, which I think is another great thing for us to, to review here. Um, what did you but... use to watch movies with Hank? Uh, we've been uh, I've done it with two different um, sets of friends on uh, one. We just did Skype and like three, two, one on starting up Tiger King. And then uh, I did bad movies with my friend Hank and we did kind of the same thing on, on PlayStation Network. So we were just doing audio on that and, and having headsets on and yeah, doing our kind of usual. It's it's basically like mystery science theater, but it's, you know, Hank and I instead of. Tom Server and Crow. So. Yeah, so I, I think there's cool things with the technology that are capable that since we didn't have to use them before, probably just ignored them. And maybe some of that gets embraced a little bit going forward. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I just think especially for people that are far away, like we've had this technology for a while and people kind of limit themselves, I think, to, you know, like the social media, Facebook type of connecting, which is extremely problematic in a lot of ways. Uh, and so I hope maybe this starts a new trend of, you know, doing, you know, again, like I, I hope we get around to doing the house party app because I think that could be like a really fun way to um, sort of spontaneously have these sort of happy hour video chat type moments with people. Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, what do you have coming up this week? Anything besides the stuff you've talked about or anything you're adding into the equation? I mean, for me, I was on spring break, air, air quotes, last week because it was hanging out at my house just without work to do. But, uh, so I'm back to work this week. So that's kind of the main thing is uh, when we left things, uh, which was, you know, only a week ago, um, I think there were still people out there in our school communities that were hoping that um, we were back to like being at school um, shortly after coming back from spring break, uh, because that was the original date that was given to us when this kind of started. And I think by the Sunday or Monday of spring break, it was announced that this was going all the way through, at, you know, beginning of May at the very least. Right. Um, so I, I, it's still sort of, a, I don't know, as people kind of get used to that idea, I'm, I'm curious to see how my job changes and evolves as I start to support people that are dealing with kind of being in this for the long haul instead of, you know, two or three weeks. So that's really the main thing for me. What about you? Uh, yeah, just um, more work uh, every day, which is good. Um, keeps me keeps me busy. It's been surprising. I mean, Minnesota is under a stay at home order, but trying to get in touch with people by phone is not as easy as you would think it would be. <laughs> I'm having to like play phone tag with folks. And again, I don't know where they are. <laughs> it's an interesting juxtaposition because I think that's a societal thing that like a lot of people have gotten to where they don't talk on the phone. Um, and we normally have those excuses of like, oh, I was really busy. I was here or there. And now you're faced with like, People know damn well you're sitting at home, <laughs> and right. yet you still don't want to pick up the phone. <laughs> so that that's a little bit of a challenge, and I have some some like work conference calls and stuff like that throughout the week. Um, I'll probably keep messing around with with Epic Tavern. I I'm curious to see sort of what the current end game in that is. It is fun. Uh, I feel like what I was talking about earlier is a little lukewarm. Um, yeah, and creating my berserker rock. <laughs> yes. 
Did he just say making us? Shout out to the Clerks fans out there. That would be another funny rock, which maybe that would be an excellent rock. <laughs> uh, that's the stuff that makes me laugh. That I'm like, yeah, do I really want to put that in the neighborhood because it could end up through my window or something? I think more on the hiking trail. For yeah, that one. yeah. So stay tuned uh, for that. I keep. Uh, I had a friend uh, on social media. I had wrote something about looking for a new game to play. And he went above and beyond and sent me like an eight tweet thread of different types of games. And in each category, here's games that he would recommend. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was cool. So there's this one game car. It's from several years ago. It's called Hard West. That is uh, this kind of XCOM Western sci-fi type of game turn strategy. I don't know. That might be something I get that I get into. Mm -hmm. I'd like to just read more. And Siri, our friend who we have to have on the show at some point, she uh, let me borrow Avatar The Last Airbender, which I've never seen. Mm -hmm. So that's something else I might get into since I finished Stranger Things season three. Right. Oh, you just reminded me of a thing, too, which is I've been going through all of my records and anything that I either. Oh, yeah. Did you find something like really special? (laughs) I don't know about really special, but they were so quickly. What I'm doing is I'm I'm listening to any record that I haven't listened to very much in the past. And then sadly, there's records that I've owned in some cases for years and never listened to. And so I'm just going through alphabetically and listening to each of those. And then what you're talking about is there's a Beach Boys like box set that I found at a garage sale. And I pulled it out because I hadn't really listened to it. And I realized that part of this box edit, there's a pristine copy of Pet Sounds, which is like, you know, the penultimate Beach Boys, huge deal for music, you know, inspiration for Sgt. Pepper's blah, bitty, blah, bitty, that like it's something I had been meaning to pick up. Not that I've never listened to Pet Sounds, but like I didn't have a record copy of it. And actually, as it turns out, I did. So, uh, yeah. That's that's what happens when you go back through your records and you have too many of them. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Now, when I go through my CDs and I find not uh, like a Collective Soul album, it's like, hey, I haven't listened to this in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get you to do a spit take. You, yeah, you got close. It was close. You got close. Yeah. Um, we're hanging in there. Yes, sometimes by a thread, but so far. Uh, I appreciate your support and uh, likewise trying to keep me uh, grounded uh, when when possible. So <laughs> when playing Hearthstone, well, <laughs> happy hour. Well, in, in fairness, <laughs> there was talk about some kind of lemon bar recipe, and I just there were there were children involved, and I momentarily <laughs> decided like, oh, I could be doing two things at once, and it was a bad idea. <laughs> And I apologize to everybody the next day. Yeah, you did. So I will do better. And then uh, I'm sure probably something else we'll do this week is uh, link up again. I do have some thoughts on The End of Stranger Things Season 3, which I finally watched. We'll save those for next time, eventually. (laughs) Yep, timely, timely content. Timely content. It's like, hey, I just saw this show Cheers. Mm -hmm. You should check it out. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of Seinfeld? (laughs) 
<laughs> Mike reacts to the last episode of Cheers. <laughs> well, and I saw the season four Stranger Things like teaser trailer. I was aware of it, which is a pretty major spoiler mm-hmm. for season three. So I kind of knew what was going on there, but it it was still very good. It was a very good season. Let's be honest. You're going to kind of know no matter what the way they wrap that up, right? It was, yeah. I mean, well, I don't want to get into it now, but I, I think they left it significantly open-ended enough where it was. I feel like it was pretty, pretty obvious. If yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was good. So if you haven't watched that yet, go go check that out. If you like the first two seasons, now you have time potentially. So go check that out. Right. Uh, if anyone, and hopefully we'll uh, bring some reviews of some of these different things we talked about too. And if anyone plays the fiddle, Chris, where can they find you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, especially uh, you know Minnesota, Wisconsin-based fiddle players. Find me at at Geekzinga on Twitter. I really hope a fiddle player reaches out to you somehow. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, you can find me at. The DM, if you do find a rock in the greater Twin Cities area that says you are great or I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done the I'm 37 yet, one yet, so maybe somebody will copy the idea. I feel like you need to hide it in Lebanon Hill somewhere and then somebody can get back to us when they find it. Listeners from across the world are going to flock and try to find. Oh, my Oh my God! You can put your 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 Twitter handle on them. I know, which is what I already did. Oh, did you really? <laughs> like on the actual rock, you did yeah, on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> my hope is that it travels around uh, and I like get updates for the, like the coming years of like, hey, this rock's here now. We put this rock right? in a mountain on in Canada or something. I don't know. Awesome. Uh, it's one of these things that you're talking about. If you had the talent to execute things, like in my mind, these rocks looked a lot different. But then when I painted them, I was like, oh, right. I don't really know how to paint. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> I don't have calligraphy skills. <laughs> right. It just looks rudimentary, but whatever. It's all good. Hang, Indeed. In, hang in there, sir. You do. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. We will be back. Yeah. Peace.